Welcome back to St. Louis Live with Travis Terrell, Chris Denman, and sometimes Michael Gaines. On 920 AM and streaming live at weareliveradio.com. Good morning, St. Louis. You are now tuned in to St. Louis Live. St. Louis Live, Chris Denman, Travis Trell. And as Rafe told us as we were coming back, sometimes Michael Gaines. Whatever, guys. Great discussion in the first hour. Could Gaines beat Travis in every sport imaginable? Travis, yes. Travis played sports in high school. I played him. And we were just boy- joined by the great Ben Bailey. Nice guy. Extremely tall, very fit. Yeah. Intimidating presence. That's right. But he will make you laugh out loud. That's right. Check him out again. Funny Bone St. Louis all weekend long. Very excited to chat with him. We'll have that podcast up for you on the We Are Live feed uh, here shortly. And the St. Louis Live feed, we're going to separate them. We're going to give them the weekend to kind of sort things out. Mm. And then uh, Monday. Tell the kids that they still love each other, yes. but they have to go separate right. ways. And sometimes that yeah. happens. Listen, um, we are live. Really likes tall, leggy <laughs> guests. What does that mean, mommy? Well, St. Louis Live yeah. works a lot <laughs> and just hasn't been able to focus on her yoga. St. Louis Live needs some me time. Do they still love us the same? Not exactly. Oh. <laughs> so St. Louis Live. We'll have its own feed. You can download it everywhere. Podcasts are distributed. We are live, the uncensored podcast, with guests like Trevor Moore. Oh, yeah? From Whitest Kids You Know will be on today. We're excited about that. We've had Brad Williams, DeRay Davis, several great guests on the podcast. And you can hear Gaines, Carly, Travis, myself, the great Tim Convy, who Ben Bailey's about to go see. Hopefully they stop playing Flo Rida for just enough time. Maybe. For Ben to get Maybe. some conversation. Maybe. Flo Rida needs about at least seven tracks an hour, Chris. Good luck, Ben. <laughs> Lots of texts coming in. We appreciate you all doing that. 314 880 It's a good time to let you know about Matthew Ehrenreich. For Matthew Ehrenreich, yeah. Edward Jones Financial. You need to hit him up for uh, for your Edward Jones needs, is Absolutely. all I can legally say. Yeah. I'll say that. There you go. Uh, he's a big part of uh, Target Practice Live being a uh, as fun of an event as it's going to be. You can buy tickets off com. And again, Thank you to Matthew Ehrenreich for being a part of that and a part of our show. Um, we had MVTs discussed. We did. Earlier. Mine was the Kings Highway Bridge. Very we, important. We went Very game-changing news. We did it. We went into that. Travis, I believe you wanted to talk some Cardinals. What was that? I, I think my or did good, I mix that up? No, no. I think my good friend Gaines wanted to jump into this weekend's Gaines, series. Gaines, we have a big series coming up. It's against whom? The Chicago Cubs. What are those? Well, they're not in first place. <laughs> <laughs> that's for sure. Suck on that, Madden. Yeah, that's right. Take your vintage Pinot and uh, beat it, pal. Yeah. That's your, right. Your glasses with no lenses. Congratulations on listening to soft jazz in the clubhouse. Oh, look at me, Kenny G. I'm going to bring him to the clubhouse with the new llamas we have. I was thinking more like heroin uh, 60s jazz. Mm, okay, then my bad. Okay, yeah. Gaines, what's, uh, what's ahead? 
Before well, the weekend. Tonight we have uh, Eddie Butler versus Mike Leak. Eddie Butler. And that was kind of my MVT. you got to take this game tonight if you're the Cardinals. Yeah, you do. And Leak has pitched surprisingly well and uh, hasn't stolen anything. He just needs a little bit more run support, but you're right, Chris. He has pitched very well so far this yeah, season. Yeah, Brett Anderson went on the DL after his last start. It was one of those DL Injuries mm. where he was getting rocked, you oh, know, oh. each start after start. Or he, he probably wasn't a couple days off, or wasn't getting enough sleep. You know how that is. Like, oh no, the thread count is just too much, and it's throwing me <laughs> off, and my elbows <laughs> sleep it's deprivation. Too soft. Oh my goodness, my sleep numbers off. Oh hey, we've got uh, a call. On oh the yeah, line. I wonder who could it be. I mean, we're taking on the Cubs, so if we wanted an annoying point of view from someone that really doesn't know a lot about winning, but just recently experienced it, I can only think of one person, Chris. You know, we haven't heard from him in a while. The great Thatcher oh, from Chicago. Boy, Chicago's finest. Thatcher, hello. Good morning. Good morning. How's it going? <laughs> He's very well, He's you, somber, okay? somber, very somber and quiet yeah. today. What's what's going on, Thatcher? I mean, it just takes a little while to get going in the morning, guys. Usually you get about five thirty, six o'clock version of me, not the uh eight AM since you guys got moves here on the uh <laughs> on the times. But uh yeah. I mean, you, you know, I think going into this weekend, the main, I'm just really excited because this, this feels like a rivalry again. <laughs> the last couple years, it hasn't, you know, it's kind of like being a, a Bears fan and the Bears-Packers uh, thing. The Packers have obviously, you know, had a good run. It's not, it just doesn't, hasn't felt the same lately. And, and that's how I kind of feel with the, the Cubs-Cardinals rivalry. Uh, it hasn't been, been as, as intense the last couple of years given the success that we've had. And the uh, 2015 winning the playoff series, winning the World Series, so it, it's starting to feel a little bit more like a rivalry again. I, I think the first series of the year, um, you know, the Cardinals again got into some questionable activity. I, don't, I still don't know how the ball was sticking to to to, to Medina there, but oh god, give me sorry, a break, Molina, but. Um, yeah, I mean it's going to be a good series. I think I think the the, the Cubs are, have we have yet to hit our stride. I don't know if you heard the interview yesterday with Madden, but it's been a tough. No, tough yeah, we, we yeah we were talking sleep. about that yesterday. We heard you know apparently you guys aren't getting your your normal six to eight hours of sleep. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's I didn't realize you guys go down to Guantanamo Bay in between and, series. And and I don't know. I I just. I, I think that the obviously when you have success, mm. people are going to come out against you. Sure. So you have, uh, you know, obviously the Cardinals are always up to their, you know, organizational activities. You have then, <laughs> then, but but who's really who's really crossing the line with the Cincinnati Reds with the whole scoreboard video making fun of the Cubs fans. Oh, yeah. There's literally like six thousand people in the stands. Probably four thousand <laughs> of them have Cubs shirts on, and they're like calling out the 4,000 people that are there spending money to actually, you know, attend the game. To A, they live in Cincinnati, <laughs> and then B, they, they're spending money to attend the game, and then, and, then, and then the organization does, like, basically makes fun of them, you know? Yeah. So, no, so but you have, the you second have place, Cincinnati Reds. Yeah, second baseball, place Reds. Don't basically baseball, who is, who is I, I, I worked the game last Friday. Friday, I had, I had a, a gig at Wrigley. And it was freezing. Selling hot dogs. It has been freezing <laughs> up here. And we have had, I, I, I don't quote me on this, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but we've had a fair amount of games in April at home. Like, you should just not be playing home games in Chicago uh, in April. Oh, I mean, my, it make yes. Sense. Oh, just, brutal. Yeah. Yeah. just absolutely so brutal can, for you to have to play in front of your home fans at one of the So you combine the these factors confines. that are yeah. going, plus the, you know, the all the players had a very, very busy offseason. Sure. And whatnot because of the Squeezing in trips to go so see Obama I, when you could have taken your time I, to see President Trump. What's up with I that? Think, 
I think that the uh, I think it's starting to feel like a rivalry a little bit again. Oh, I'm glad. I'm happy you guys are showing up. Hey, let me know when you finally get to your second one in the next ten years. Then we can really talk about how this rivalry is picking up. Now, hey, now this uh, I, I had an interesting quote. Speaking of interviews yesterday, your your good friend Theo Epstein apparently when he's trying to seek out players, the character players. To bring into the organization, he likes to talk to girlfriends and ex-girlfriends. Did he not get a chance to talk to Araldis Chapman? What what happened? Maybe they didn't set up a meeting. I'm confused. Can you explain this further for us, uh, country bumpkins down here in St. Louis? With the decision making that that the organization has made over the several years, yeah, sure. Know, if you can really question, um, you know, the decisions they've made. We have a, a, a basically a brand new stadium, which is mm. absolutely incredible. I don't know if you've seen the. The outside I saw you guys took a page out of the Ballpark Village here. That was nice of you guys. Well, you know, I don't know if we're going to be getting as fancy as like the TGI Fridays and like lasters across the <laughs> street shut and down. everything like that. But it's I think down. that Hold on. the the new organization, the way that, that we're headed right now with everything that's going, I think the decision making, you know, they have their own reasons for the re- why they do things. And obviously, you know, they had done vetting that they were comfortable with, and they knew the repercussions of bringing them on and. And, you know, so that went in that direction. But overall, I mean, you can't really question the decision-making of the organization by any means. And, and going except into Jason, this Except for Jason right Hayward now, contract. Maybe question that a little bit. Maybe, right? Uh, well, you know, he's starting to pick it up a little bit more. His swing was looking a lot better this year, at least technically. And, 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 and the mechanics of it were looking looking pretty good. <laughs> but, um, you know, swing it's, it's, funny, how, mm-hmm. it's yeah. funny how mm-hmm. it's funny how it's funny how, you know, busy. You have, you have, now you have, like, the Cincinnati Reds organization calling – Calling out the you know, second place fans. I'm not sure. I think St. Louis, like the mid, like the late '90s, early 2000s, St. Louis region. You know, Fairweather fans. You had like the, the St. Louis Rams. <laughs> oh, their no. success that was that was kind of the bandwagon. Kind of got a little bit heavy there for a little while. Then, obviously, years later, you know, the, the organization left St. Louis last year was their first year that they actually didn't have an NFL team, I believe. So, you know, with the bandwagon oh. fact that, that that still have a most recent Super year, Bowl. So the, the bandwagon effect that was being discussed here by the Saints that was insinuated by the Cincinnati Reds, you know, I, I thought that was a little bit out of bounds. You know, you have Milwaukee, you have, you know, probably some questionable, uh, uh, you know, uh, steroids you know, steroids have been brought up with the Milwaukee organization now. Oh, look you at this. Now he's just throwing shit. You know, you you've know it's been a long season the for the Cubs when Cincinnati yeah, the Reds are getting under your skin. Just, yeah. The, the pirates, the pirates are just overall, you know, kind of a jerky organization. So that's basically who's, who's in our division right now, and so that's why, that's why if you look, if you want to, you know, move forward here, just looking toward the rest of the season, the fact that this is this, this I don't know why we're playing again in St. Louis when we just played there. Um, again, the schedule makers they want to try to get things going early in the morning or early. I'm sorry, it is early in the morning, early in the season. But it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a real interesting weekend. I'm excited. I don't know what the weather's gonna be like down there. Hopefully, it's a little bit warmer because it has been absolutely. I don't know if you guys saw last weekend. The, I mean, it was like 30 degrees here, and they're playing you know 18 innings. That just shows the well. When you have Trump Tower towering over the entire downtown area covering the sun, I can see how cold it would be. And it's just it's just gonna be an incredible rest of the season once we get things going here. Obviously, the seat, as you know, Joe pointed out yesterday, the sleep deprivation, the, the traveling yes. back and forth. Mm-hmm. The Joe, that, Joe, not getting in oh Denver, my goodness, Joe. Denver, those so, private so charter flights and those five star hotels. They didn't man. land until five a.m. in the morning, and then they oh. wanted them to come out and you know, no day up, no days off. Um, you know, just stuff along those lines. So I think uh, that sure. the organization, you know, I think it's gonna, you know, we're still five hundred. 
I mean, you guys basically have had to play as best baseball as you could to kind of catch up here, take a little <laughs> bit of a lead. When's the but last time the Cardinals finished a season under 500? That's been a while. That's been, been a, a long, long time. time. Been a long, long time. time. Very it's gonna be long an time. It's going to be an interesting series. You know, I'm really excited about it. Hopefully, the rivalry just can start to kind of like you know get the get the flame going a little bit more again, and um, we go from there. But uh, <laughs> I love yeah, somber business like very business like Thatcher. This is this is this is yeah. This is no. This is how we get started in the morning, man. You gotta you gotta just take what comes to you. It's Friday. We're gonna finish strong here. Well, um, well then, I, what about what about this? Uh, a, a texter, uh, AE, texting in. Uh, Cubs have always made questionable signings. That's true. Chet Stedman and a 12-year-old starting pitcher with a dead center that. fastball cannot being the only that. pitch in his arsenal. You literally, guys, picked a guy off. Literally, he was in the stands. Yeah, in the stands. How can you defend that? What 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 which is this? Dad, yeah. Uh, well, oh. when oh. Henry Rowan Gardner, yeah, no, you're gonna bring him out. You don't you guys remember that season? Exploited a child's work. Yeah, child labor laws. You certainly enjoy violating that. Yeah. Well, again, <laughs> that's I mean, the, 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 the organization has obviously made some great decisions to go from the situation we were in when the family took over the 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 organization. The Ricketts family is defending uh, big donors to President Trump, of we're, course. Again. <laughs> you said that like every time I call, it's I'm, not I, really true. I, don't, I think that's it's, like that's real that news. That ain't fake news, brother. True. The yes, the father is, but the rest of the family act, runs the gamut of the political spectrum. So again, just clarifying, making sure everybody knows what's kind of going on. Um, I know in St. Louis, there's not. I know the slow internet, all that type of stuff. Oh. Right it's hard to get information sometimes, but it's good that you know. We're able to kind of let you guys know how the how things are going. How kind of you, uh, Thatcher. Before we let you go, you have uh, workings. Did, are, were you responsible for Jennifer Hudson doing the Netflix film with Adam Sandler? Oh God, please say, please say. Uh, yeah, no, not a uh, <laughs> greatest I, film I, I of the I, year. Yeah, I, I heard it was. I heard it was pretty good though. I said he said Adam Sandler's movies on Netflix have been watched like a billion hours or something. Yeah, That's yeah. We make fun of him, and then he just laughs all the way to the bank. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he he's doing all right for himself. Um, but uh, yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be an interesting weekend here, guys. It really is. I think a lot's gonna be learned, <laughs> and then uh, you know we take it the rest of the season. But uh, I'm really excited about it, and that's all. That's basically where we're headed, guys. Well, I'm excited about that, and I'm excited for you. Congratulations on uh, getting engaged, my yeah, friend. Yeah, you finally found a uh, woman that actually apparently puts up with your crap. Yeah, well, you know, um, we'll probably be doing the wedding in El Salvador, which is right in, uh, you know, we can maybe, your film crew's used to going to the Central American region. <laughs> right. We made a, yeah, we made a nice trip to Honduras. We know our way around down there. <laughs> we know some we people. Been, yeah, so maybe, uh, you know, you guys can come on down there and do, do the do the production work on it. <laughs> but, uh, he tricked us, he tricked us into being, uh, we have to set up tables and stuff. He's like, oh, I really need you guys for this uh, production work. No, we're the uh, we're the hired help. We're the ushers. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Thatcher. Thatcher, right, good to uh, hear from you, man. All right, guys. Well, have a good weekend. Congrats on the the moving up the dial here, and uh, we'll uh, you know we'll be in touch. We'll see what goes on. Uh, maybe <laughs> He's uh, next week we'll be, we'll be talking. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Take care, Thatcher. All right, that's right. Right, City Lemming texting in says to tell him to fall on a sword. <laughs> <laughs> 
the uh, very, cup, the Cubs being in first place has our fourth place has, has him a little tense. I did. Like, Batters' enthusiasm was, no, was gone. There was no braggadocious. Oh, no. uh, this weekend you're going to feel the the thrust. I mean, this uh, that was not. No, that was very. He was extremely humble. He was. He was. He was. He was this, uh, slightly Maybe, distraught. Is it the engagement? His relationship with Jennifer Hudson. Uh, maybe being soured with her uh, involvement with an Adam Sandler no, film, and, and that just goes, or is it is it the Cubs? And that's the thing. Like Thatcher, very successful guy in the entertainment industry, very beautiful fiance, great job, lives in a beautiful city like Chicago, and the Cubs being at seventeen and seventeen has him down in the dumps. That's how much of a struggle it is these days for Cubs fans, even when everything in their life is going right. Cubs being at five hundred. Is still at the top of the list of bringing down their entire day. I love it. Keep it up, St. Louis Cardinals. The more misery we can bring to Chicago, the better. Let's drag them down. Let's bring them down to our level. Let's trash them. Yeah, that's, that'll show them. Sure, they're still 10 size larger than the city of St. Louis, and they have a great comedy scene and beautiful women and celebrities and... Boy, they Great just, art scene in the every corner. Everybody, everybody's just beautiful people. And people are just actually fairly nice, and it's always something to do. Hey, take there. it easy. But, take but it. no, yeah, we'll bring them down. That's right. <laughs> Podcast <laughs> is up from the first hour on the We Are Live feed. That's for St. Louis Live's first hour. Ben Bailey from Cash Cab dropped by, and we discussed the MVTT most valuable MMVTTVV. <laughs> Most valuable topic. Uh, I covered the King's Highway Bridge. And, uh, Gaines, do you want to break this down a little more? So why is it important to you for Leak to get out well, yeah. ahead of the Cubs tonight? T- tonight, we're two and a half games up on the Cubs. And it's just a start like Mike Leak with the way he's pitching and you have the Cubs back up fifth starter. It sounds like weird to say that this is a huge game the Cardinals must have. But in setting the tone for the rest of the series, like this is a game the Cardinals need to win if they want to win the division this year. They have to take care of business tonight with Mike Leak versus Eddie Butler. The next two starts are John Lester versus Carlos Martinez, Adam Wainwright, and Jake Arrieta on Sunday. Mm. I'm actually surprised. I guess it's because the Cubs have had so many Sunday night games, but I'm surprised that that's not a ESPN game this Sunday. Uh, the Cardinals are skipping Michael Waka's start this weekend. Fair. Um, he was scheduled to start Saturday. There hasn't been much detail provided as to why, so I'm hoping it's just a way to conserve that guy's innings with his uh, shoulder, which would be very smart of the Cardinals and something we haven't really seen I, them I, do in I, the past. I'm going, and again, we don't have official information from the St. Louis Cardinals as to why Waka is skipping a start, but I, it is my belief that is probably the reason. And it again, makes sense. And if that's the case, again... I think, and again, it's not a major step, and, and a lot of fans will naturally say, well, no doy, he should have been doing it a long time ago. But if it's something where Mo and Matheny got together and realized that, hey, we do need to be a little bit more conservative to the inning count for Michael Waka, I think that's, again, another step in the evolution of Mike Matheny understanding not burying these guys so early in the season so they can be available and strong later on in the year. Again, I said this yesterday where it's not a it's not a series that the Cardinals have to win two out of three and or they have to sweep, but I, I think it's important knowing that you have an opportunity where the Cubs are presently struggling. And and while they are struggling, you have to anticipate with their talent and what they're able to do as far as moving pieces later on in the season that they're going to still be somewhere around the top of the division 
at some point throughout the year. So it's important to try to get these games when you can, especially when you have a team like Chicago that is coming in off, if you will, sleep deprivation after a long road trip, after a long Sunday night game in New York. You want to try to take advantage of that. You got a guy like Butler on the mound for the Cubs. You got to take advantage of that if you want to truly put yourself in a position of making the playoffs this year. Or, again, if your goal is to take the division, these are the games you have to win, like games just mentioned. So it is a bit of an important game tonight for the Cardinals. Yeah, the Cubs come in having uh, lost five of their last six. The Cardinals having won six straight games and 10 of 13 overall. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're coming up on basically a week since Dexter Fowler went down with an injury to his uh, shoulder. So it'll be interesting to see if he's in the starting lineup. Uh, Mag- Magnair Sierra has been able to uh, provide much-needed depth. Well, remember when I said Cardinals. last week the Cardinals were boring? And and now I have to take that back because it's, it's just been such a treat to watch. It really has. They, so. Is it lame to say spark plug? Uh, it's, I mean, it's, it's one of those overused things, but it's the best way to describe yeah. the situation, though. You know, that's he has been that for the Cardinals, and that's huge. And they've talked about their depth for a long time, and people are like, I don't know, Mo, you may have to go out and get this and get that. And Mo all along is like, hey, I got some guys that I believe that are in our farm system that can help us if we need them. And they can come in and step in. And so far, they've done that with Fowler going down. Yep. They, Sierra and Tommy Pham has basically carried them carried through that, the Marlins yeah. uh, series for sure. Jed Jerko continues to stay hot. I think it's going to be a real fun series. And I'm happy for a guy like Tommy Pham. I, I know he got a lot of heat a few weeks ago about for favoring t- tweets about Matt Adams. Wouldn't you? It. But he would wouldn't have. Wouldn't you? Sure, absolutely. Like, uh, and he was it. killing it in Memphis, and, so I can understand why he felt that way. And he, that, you know what? He didn't say anything. All he did was press a button. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, so maybe, he just wanted maybe to... he's playing some uh, 21st century uh, you know, yeah. d- dating. Uh, he was just saving place. it to read it later because he sure. didn't have time. Correct. Yeah. Point. Big, you know. big yeah. reader, Tommy Pham. <laughs> that, was my, that was my big – I hated when they changed it, a favorite to the like. Yeah. Because I don't necessarily like, like these it. tweets, no, but I'm I want to save this article exactly. so I could re- read it later. I you think know? they need to work on a save button and a edit button on Twitter. Come on. Come on, my friend. The fact they don't have an edit button is the most outrageous it's thing really I've annoying. ever. Because you you send a fire tweet. You're like, oh, uh, this is the one. This is the one. And then you read it back and you're like, man, I misspelled the word. Not right. to I didn't put it. the T in front of T-H-E. And I was like, oh, shoot. Yeah. I screwed up the great uh, tweet. It's Like I said, this isn't a down the Cardinals. To Thatcher's point, the Cardinals have beat up on inferior talent over the last week to essentially catapult themselves into first place in the Central. They are facing some serious, serious teams going forward. Like I said, we got three against the Cubs. Then you got two next week against the Red Sox on Tuesday and Wednesday. Then you have the Giants coming into town next weekend. Then you go out to your West Coast trip where you play the Dodgers for three games, the Rockies for three games, and then you return back home for a four-game set against those Dodgers again. And then you go back on the road to take on the Chicago Cubs. So that's what the Cardinals have in front of them over the next three and a half weeks. So it's important. We'll find out, like I said, a lot about this Cardinals team in the next few weeks on whether or not they're going to truly hang around or be one of those wild card teams going forward for the rest of the year. But the thing about it is when you beat up on the bad teams, then you just got to go 500 against the good good teams. And then you have a great record. And there are a ton of bad teams in the National League, including the uh, San Francisco Giants. The Giants are struggling. And that's so weird to watch that organization struggle, that team struggle. And they look bad. But with that being said, all of us in here, do we still suspect – the team like a San Francisco Giants will be there in some capacity in about a few months? No. 
Really? Not. A, I mean, if Madison Bumgarner was at the top of the rotation, maybe, but he's not. I mean, th- think mm. about their season last year if Madison Bumgarner had suffered a huge injury. That's a good point. They finished only one game ahead of the Cardinals for the playoffs. If they don't have Madison Bumgarner throughout the whole year, do you think they're anywhere near that wild card race? Probably Most not. likely not. Very unlikely. The Giants are right now. And they haven't figured out the back end of their bullpen like they, they had not. last year, which oh is my. a disaster. Man, they really are struggling. Mike Leak, if you're surprised, Travis, I don't think you hit this yet. National League ERA leader. Yes. Did I miss that? No. ERA leader, four and one, one point seven nine. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> Mike Leak is having one hell of a season. And look, I think we talked. It's about- early. It's early, but these are the makings of a of a an all star. Oh, absolutely. well, this is this, absolutely. This is why I was pretty excited with the deal because one. Like, I think I he had just gains on record. He did. He did. I'll give him that. No. He, he oh, poo pooing. Oh, I don't. Remember I, that? I, I don't. He, remember uh, he had leaks. He had what's leaking today? <laughs> gains. The radio. Radio never forgets. No, that's very true. But the thing, like the thing about it is, it came at the perfect time to hit his prime, and he was exactly an average pitcher for his career. Sure. It, like if you looked at the at the numbers. And the numbers for average starters in the MLB, those were Mike Leake's numbers before the Cardinals signed him. It was the cost of doing business that right. happens in sports All the time. a lot. And it, there were 23 errors made behind Mike Leake last year. Yeah. That's, that's the, the defense <laughs> certainly led him down. But the idea when Mo brought him in was that a guy like Leake in a, in a place like Bush Stadium would do <clears throat> pretty well considering his home numbers. And Cincinnati were pretty strong, and everyone knows that ballpark, you know, a pop fly to second is heading out to center field. And whether his ERA is 1.79 or 3.8, he's pitching into the sixth and seventh inning almost always in all of his starts. Very efficient. Always gives the Cardinals a chance to certainly win a ball game. He's done that this year. The Cardinals, of course, 19 and 14 going into the weekend. Uh, The Cubs, 17 and 17. (laughs) I mentioned the San Francisco Giants. They are struggling, Chris. The Giants. 12 and 24. In our lifetime, uh, that's just not how it is. And here's the reality of the situation. They ain't dead. No, I don't believe they, they are either. They I, but they does make scratch a and claw their way back. True, and they're, they're one of those organizations that can't. Or they're due, they could have three losing seasons and they... And they're fine. Well, again, I mean that too. True. Madison, Madison Baumgartner, though, was that difference maker in the second half of the season for the Giants. So Gaines does make a very important point. Without him in that rotation, that will uh, that really will make it a little bit difficult, especially since the Rockies are playing some of the best baseball again for back-to-back seasons. They got off to a fast start last year. They're off to another fast start this year. But we all sat up here a little bit. Uh, a few months ago, at least certainly last season, trying to question the Rockies and asking them, why the hell are you not giving up a Charlie Blackman? You're the Rockies. Go ahead and give up some of these pieces. You're not going to do anything with it. And here they are with one of the more stellar lineups in all of baseball. And Charlie Blackman, that guy's good. I I can understand why they were not willing to part way. Got a good name, doesn't he? I like it. You know I like it. I've already had the... why does Travis wear that Rockies jersey everywhere? <laughs> I had the Blackman section set up right behind the Cardinals dugout. I was raring to go. I was really looking forward to that. But no, you understand now why they were really not willing to part ways with him because he has been smoking hot this season for the Rockies as they are in first place at 23-15. and 15. So the Cardinals will have to take them on in a couple of weeks or here in a week and a half. Uh, and then, of course, the Dodgers, who I think has one of the better lineups in all of baseball. They're at 20 and 15, so the Cardinals will have to take that on here, too. And since we're kind of going around the league and we're talking about the Cardinals in the playoffs uh-huh. this year, 
it's just it's way early, but when you're looking at the standings and looking how teams are performing, you can see a very clear path to the Cardinals being a top five team in the Oh, NFL absolutely. It's, it's there for the thing. Now, look, they've had a great start to their season, but I don't think anyone is losing sleep over the Reds and Brewers. Or the, I mean, or the Diamondbacks, for that matter. Oh, absolutely. I think, and they're having a great start to this season. Nothing to take away from Cincinnati and Milwaukee. And that's great to see these clubs, again, at the top of the NL Central. But I don't believe they're going to be hovering around too much longer. Certainly not after the month of June. But if they're there, they're there. But I don't anticipate them being hassles. I am There's some- an element to the Rockies there, too. Because they are raking right now. They are. But the pitching staff is always a question mark. Always a question mark. I couldn't name... Like, who is their ace right now for the Rockies? I can uh, tell you John that. Gray, I believe his name is. Really? I couldn't. Eh. I actually think that is his name. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah he, I don't... He, he's been pitching very, very well. The Nationals, of course, doing what the Nationals do best, certainly, at least in the regular season. They're off to a 22-12 and 12 star. Bryce Harper doing Bryce Harper things, setting himself up eventually for that $700 billion contract he's going to eventually get from the DeWitts. Yeah. yeah, John Gray is their ace, and he... Uh, Last second half of last season was unbelievable and has continued that this year. Where do you see Bryce Harper living when he signs with the Cardinals? I would, you know what? I think he is going to. Doesn't drink. He does it. I think I see him living in North County. Close, just, close to the airport. So absolutely. He can, so he can mm-hmm. leave every weekend. <laughs> <laughs> who's, and again, we play this from time to time and it's just fun to mess around with it. So why not have this brief discussion? If Who would make a better fit, a Mike Trout? Or Bryce Harper for the St. Louis Cardinals. If they just say hypothetically the Cardinals obviously were to throw money at either one, who do you think would be a better fit for the organization as a whole? Bryce I, Harper or Tr- Mike Trout? I would rather have Mike Trout, but I think uh, Bryce Harper makes it more fun and it forces the Cardinals to, even when Bryce Harper's 30, he's still going to have a little swagger to him. Yeah, he's yeah. Gonna, we're going to share the same pomade. Very depth. There's yeah. going to be things like that uh, <laughs> that are happening. So. While Trout is amazing and uh, just otherworldly, I'm going to go with Harper, and maybe he kind of brings back some of that fiery Cardinals attitude where maybe he'll scream at somebody. Maybe he'll get into it with somebody. Um, yeah, I, I like Harper from a selfish standpoint, although my my uh, brain would say, uh, get Trout, dummy. Uh, no, yeah, I think everything about Trout – and. I think if we had a national audience, people would send in two million emails. Oh, we do. We just had a call from Chicago. We're listening to on the West Coast uh, as well. I would imagine like people would absolutely throw tomatoes at me when I say this statement. Mike Trout just feels like a cardinal. I know that's weird to say. He's, he's just like one of those guys oh, where yeah, he's like, a, when you talk about the mold, like you know, we talk about the San Antonio he's got Spurs. Got a holiday feel to him. He has, yeah, he has one of those. I can easily see Mike Trout buying a really humble home in oh. South City in the hill, well. especially now that he knows that the King Highway Bridge <laughs> is finished. I can absolutely see him just being just one of those guys that uh, takes mom out to a nice. Italian dinner every Sunday when he's in town. Doing a lot of uh, assuming there, isn't he, Gabe? I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is oh, from, he's Jer- he's from he's Jersey, from Jersey right? yeah. So right. it makes sense. Oh, it makes sense you, that he would do be. Do you kill people because no, you're from North St. Louis? I, I didn't imply that, Chris. I'm just naturally saying. <laughs> Don't talk about my prior. <laughs> no, I just, that would be, I guess, I on Mike Trout. I'm going with C, Manny Machado. Manny Machado. I love Manny Machado. I love but the thing, Manny the thing Machado. About, like, I I don't think people realize about Bryce Harper and Manny Machado. And I mean Mike Trout for that matter. But Manny Machado and Bryce Harper are twenty four years old. Yeah, mm-hmm. they. It seems like they've been around for well, ten they have. years. 
That, well, yeah, not ten, but yeah. But it's just it's it's like everybody keeps talking about Aaron Judge, this new young guy for the Yankees. Bryce Harper's younger than him. Really, <laughs> Manny Machado's ah. younger than him. Ah. Like it, like that. That's ridiculous to think about. That is very ridiculous. Let's uh, let's go to the next hot segment that is absolutely sweeping the morning show airwaves, and I like to call it "What You Doing." Hey, what you doing? What was that? Mm? Hey, what you doing? I couldn't hear it. Mm-mm. I didn't. Hey, hear it. what you doing? <laughs> there we go. Mm-hmm. You sure? Well, you know what? I'm not sure if the folks in Ladue heard you on that one. Try hey, out. what you doing? There we go. Well done, Giamatti. Hey, Gaines, what you doing? All right, guys. You're at, let's say, a McDonald's or a Burger King. Okay. Or even just a gas station. Okay. Getting some snacks or food or whatever. You hand the uh, cashier a $10 bill for a five thirty seven purchase. Okay. Okay. Sounds something I've done before. Okay. She gives you change mm-hmm. as if you handed her a $20 bill. Ooh. What you doing? Travis. Damn. Putting me on the spot. You know what? Don't, I, don't lie. Don't lie. I'm giving it back. There was a story <laughs> about um, a, a diamond being lost and returned. You chastised me. A diamond was you different. You chastised me for saying, yeah, I'm going to give it to the owner. That's you know, that's going to come back And to you were a liar, and you disgusted me. I was me, not. And you and almost destroyed it. our friendship. And I meant day. it. And I meant it. You, sir, are walking out that door. And I know the exact look you would make the second you realize it. You'd kind of look up a little bit and then, eh, I can go get some uh, emos with this. Uh, oh, man. One of the emos is a curveball I did not expect in that particular scenario. But knowing that that comes out of the pocket of the employee, knowing that those employees who work there are making barely 8 $9 an hour, if that, knowing that there are a lot of young people who have these jobs, I would correct them and give them their proper change, only because again, it's 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 again it's something that will eventually come out of their pocket that'll be held against them. It's an honest mistake, especially when you work in busy establishments. That would be I, I do savage things, I do ignorant things, I often do many illegal things that I probably should be arrested for and will likely be arrested for at some point while doing this morning show, probably live on air. That'd be good for content. That really would be good for downloads. But with that being said. I could not do that. Not in good faith because that comes back on you. That's karma that comes back on you. Now, if they gave me a small baggie of diamonds by accident, then absolutely I'm walking out that door. They meant to do that. But outside of that, I'm giving them the proper change back. Yeah, I'm taking it. Oh, my. Really? What is your reasoning for that? Uh, Extra bonus dollars. That is messed up, man. It's an honest mistake. Yeah, I make honest mistakes, too. Damn, man, do you really want to have to pay for it out of your own pocket every time you make a mistake? No. So why would you be? Why would you do that to someone else? They'll blame it on the other cashier. Damn. I bet you if it was a Steve cashier, you wouldn't do that to him. I don't him. think I gave a name to the cashier. Mm, I'm sure you would. In your mind, you would have. Yeah. What does this cashier look like that you're stealing from? And why do you enjoy stealing from people? And does that make you feel more like a man? The cashier has a, uh, a flat bill. Oh, okay. Now Quick to the side. Now we're probably about to rob you anyway. Jeans lower. And what are, what are you picturing, picturing, Travis? I am picturing a young gentleman that... Uh, no, it was a white woman. Ah! Yes. Yes. Nobody saw that. I didn't see that. Uh, a, great, a great office bit by ne- Michael Scott. Like, <laughs> I was, was going to say, <laughs> the great moments in bad HR meeting history. <laughs> Uh, Travis and I are still taking our diamond money and going to Mexico. Oh, we are. I'm South City Tone. I'm absolutely doing that. Chris, what are you doing in this situation? What I'm, you doing? I'm giving it back. Look at 
Thank you. It's, yeah, that's... It's not, if Now, if I'm already in the car and I realize that, yeah, I gotta walk back in. Yeah, you can't just walk the seven feet. No, 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 not if I walk back out. But if I realize it right away, hey, hey, hey fix that. You don't wanna, you know, I'll, I'll do it. But if I'm out in the car, I'm not coming back. If it was Jerome Cashier, would you do it? <laughs> oh, I'd walk back in and say, uh, I'm gonna need another hundred. Oh, can I talk to your manager? You yes. talk- <laughs> Chris is a manager. I get, I, I get stripes in my hair and a bit of a, more of a poof. And uh, all of a sudden, I want those to things to happen. It's it's an honest to god mistake, and it happens more. What if it's an extra dollar? If it's an extra dollar, give the dollar back, man. Stop being a. I've been a jerk. I really wish we. It's had... It's gonna come back I good on you, man. Cam- Karma. I wish we had cameras on Travis, like twenty four, because he totally would take. I don't know. I don't like doing that. I really don't. That's that's just bad juju, man. You don't want to bring that on you, especially oh, when it comes to money. What? When it comes to money, you don't want to screw around with that. That's not good, man. That's know, what I have happens. to bring like, religion into this. No, mm-hmm. I'm just saying. I, here's what happens when you do that to Shot other people. Your girlfriend goes out the and dude. sleeps with your dad. That's what happens. You don't want that juju on you, man. Don't bring that on your family, Gang. on yourself. What don't, you do? Thank you. <laughs> And that's what I, like I would do. Both what you do in drops have been used for this. this and that's Can what we you, play them side by side? <laughs> Let's find out which one do you like best, Chris. Hey, what you do? I kind of like that one. What you do? That one's good. Uh, that's, uh, that's emotional. The that's sound great. quality. The first one is recorded at Shock City Studios, so it's uh, you know very professional, very clean. But the other one has a rawness to it, does it not? I does. It does. It, one I, more. T- let's go back okay, to back. Let's vote. Go, which one's down. better? Let's go. What you doing? Mm-hmm. Hey, what you doing? See, I did hey. See, that was more scripted. That hey, what you what doing you at Shock City? Because at Shock City, they like put the pressure on you. Like you better write it down, yeah. or you're gonna screw it up. I think. I think we start the segment with the hey, and then the end is the, the what you doing? What you, yeah, and that's, that's what I do when I'm trying to give change back. In that situation, I'd be like, "What you doing? You gave me the wrong change, sir." <laughs> That's how I would easily would say t- it. Don't do that, man. That's that's bad. You don't want that karma on you because the things can happen to you. You don't want that. To, yeah, don't do that. Don't be, be a good be be good people. You didn't let me finish my story. Okay. I would give it to the homeless guy ah. after I walked out. Ah. So your face. Oh, that's well played. Though then I would just knock all the rest of the coins out of the homeless man's hand in that case. Mm. Because There's no bad karma there. No, no. Because look here. I know what you're gonna do with that change. I know what you're gonna. You're gonna go out, good, and buy an Adam Sandler DVD on bootleg, and you need to support the artist. I watched an Adam Sandler movie last night. You did. You did another and, one. Yeah, I watched Happy Gilmore. Oh, okay. That doesn't count. That's, that's like classic. a go, that's like a go to sleep movie. Yeah, that's yeah. like you know them all. That's and- our generation, Citizen Kane. You can't. That's uh, that's something you can't do. Oh, I. You know what I love about celebrity is that when other celebrities hang out with other celebrities, especially celebrities I absolutely love and adore and I'm obsessed with. Like whenever Chris Emmons and Travis Terrell are out at the Southtown Pub. Easily, easily. Okay. By the way, for the record, you don't always have to ask where I am or where Chris is when you see us out individually. <laughs> we aren't dating anymore. I mean, that was... Right. That Amic- was amicable split. It was. Uh, amicable, I don't know. I, still, right, right. I want my hoodie back. I still kind of want it back. <laughs> uh, no, but yesterday, uh, the two of the greatest of all time uh, were together. And so... I was absolutely floored because I, in the games, I don't know how you will feel about this one. But my good friend, George R.R. R. Martin, <laughs> we hang out a lot, especially when I'm in New Mexico. Uh, is that right? He was hanging out with What do you do in New Mexico? <laughs> uh, you know. There's one thing. There's Breaking oh, Bad was filmed there. I was going to say El Pollo and Loco. Have and there's, and there's, a famous, there's a famous fight, fight gym. <laughs> Jackson Winklejohn MMA. George R.R. R. R. Martin actually lets fans come by his house. 
and sit and talk Game okay. of Thrones with them, which I think is absolutely yeah, cool. First them. of all, and then first what, of all, they aren't <laughs> fans. Those are stalkers. Well, that's also very true. Well, uh, George R. R. Martin was hanging out with a killer himself, Kobe Black Mamba Bryant. <laughs> of course. What is Kobe doing? I he's, I'm so anti Kobe. Yeah. Did you hear? You remember how you were had the story a few weeks ago about him and Isaiah Thomas talking? Yeah. He's, Did you hear how that story got to the press? How Kobe leaked it to the media that he reached out to him after his sister passed away and i just uh, oh, horrible it's so like i was gonna come say on, games, dude. he speaks italian he does speak italian yeah i i yeah i can see why no that that's, people that's the wrong horrible way. i don't think it's horrible i think I, I why leak that to the media just do it true it's horrible it's, i wouldn't say it's horrible it's it unless bad unless In le- bad unless someone's calling him mentioning it in a conversation a leak then it's not a leak no if he, I agree. if he brought it up and sent an email hey here's a tip for you what, was it, what if it was in conversation with a media member no that they said that kobe sent his guy now oh, an well, email saying what guy. was going on with isaiah thomas well maybe I'm yeah not, this could get a little convoluted well yeah kobe's never and again you're right i can't sit up here and make an excuse for that kobe has never been the world's most media savvy individual he tries to be sometimes comes off force i think this is an example of coming off his force i think sometimes kobe wants to show the world that he actually is human but in doing so he does it in this yeah. he does it in a rod fashion you know and tiger i think tiger woods is a good comparison too yeah, yeah they're, like they're bad they're just not they're they're so mechanical and often methodical in the way they go about their business, that they 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 come off as unnatural. Mm-hmm. And I can't make excuses for Kobe. That is kind of a very bad look. I think, though, and not getting inside the man's head, but I think he was trying to convey that I was reaching out to a guy that he probably does admire, who was going through a difficult time, and I guess he wanted to maybe illustrate that, and he just went about it in a very unnatural kind He's of really. Really making a lot of excuses. If Chris yeah, Mullen yeah. did something yeah, like this, Gaines, I don't think he'd be uh, helping him out. Ah, uh, yeah, that's a good point. But he did reach out. He hung out with J- uh, George R. R. Martin, and I, it's maybe the Kingslayer himself will actually appear. Do you think he's going to appear? No, I know brothers appearing in Thrones. So There's I'm a thinking, bunch of brothers. Uh, I don't want to go that far. That would be cool if Kobe did show up in the final two seasons of Game of Thrones. That'd be neat. I don't know what they would do. But think about it. If he showed up in it, you know how many Kobe haters out there would love to see, like, say, Jamie Lannister just take a sword to the throat of Kobe Bryant, like, in the show. Like, that would like, be best of both worlds. Kobe fans get to see Kobe inside of Game of Thrones, and the Kobe haters get to see Jamie Lannister kill him. Why the hell not? I think it's a win-win for everybody. Let's do a, a fair of foul. Now, I don't know if you've heard about hey, this Hey, you know what? Let's give away two tickets to Ben Bailey at Funny Bone this weekend. <laughs> yeah, courtesy of uh, of the great people at the Funny Bone and uh, Ms. Beth Hoops. Uh, I'm, uh, that's her name? <laughs> Beth Hoops. Thank you. Uh we're going to give you two tickets to the Funny Bone for fair or foul. Submission funny today. St. Louis Live Radio at gmail.com, Travis. Oh, this is going to be this is a, a, a fair file that I think everyone can relate to. Fair file, Michael Gaines will get blacked out drunk this weekend in Kansas City in celebration of his girlfriend <laughs> receiving her doctorate. I actually like this. I was like, ah, it is my celebration. It is. I turned it to Gaines' yeah. celebration. Hey, hey, if you were worried about Gaines sticking with this small operation, he ain't going anywhere. <laughs> he just signed up. Literally, anything we pay him now is all gravy. <laughs> this is this is like a hobby that he will now Thanks receive for money for. Thanks for the noodles, guys. Appreciate it. <laughs> Mm, good. This is nice. Wow. Got the yeah. chicken season too. I like Big it. Big day for games. So yeah, the fair so. and foul. Fair and foul. Let's shorten it up. Let's shorten it up. G- 
Gaines, Will Gaines get hammered at his doctorate girlfriend's celebration this weekend? Yes. Is yes. that enough? Is that is that specific enough? No, I think Will Gaines get plastered at his girlfriend's <laughs> celebration. Fair of- foul. Gaines getting plastered at his girlfriend's doctoral celebration. celebration. Yes. Okay, St. Louis. Live radio at gmail.com. Spell out St. Louis Live. Listen to you guys on FM. Sound, Travis sounds even blacker. We do have an FM component to the station. I don't advertise it too much. I believe it just kind of works downtown. It's 106.9. Yeah. Nice. I always recommend people, like, if you're not into the because again, no matter if you have a great stream, even the Camel X is the world, there's a crackle to it. That's AM radio. That's how it goes. Mm-hmm. So there's a crackle to 920. I always say, Listen, idiots, streams online, weareliveradio.com. Hit it up, baby. What do you think of that? I'm just really excited for games this weekend. Oh, KFB has a New Mexico uh, update. Okay. I met Clay Guida in New Mexico. Had I not known who he was, I would have thought I could take him in a fight. (laughs) Clay Guida, quite small. He's a UFC fighter, if you don't know. uh, He did some caveman commercials for uh, maybe caveman insurance or something. I actually met him, uh, Travis, at your favorite place, the Pepper Lounge. Oh, yeah. About five or six years ago. I enjoy that place. Uh, you know. And, but you guys, like, have, like, friends and people who care <laughs> about you. It is a good place for you to just go lurk. Yes, and yeah. that's essentially why should uh, Should we put up the morning melee in this break, too? Let's do More it. More athletic. Travis Gaines. Travis yeah. Gaines. Let's throw Chris in there. Can we add, can we add a third option? I like just you two. Okay, fine. Who's more athletic? You don't want, you don't want me to run away with. Plus, they'll split the votes. That's why you don't want to jump in because they'll split the certain community vote. So therefore, <laughs> well, it, yeah. So let's I'm, be honest right. in this situation. Right. I think we're very well aware of our demographics presently. Black Twitter is just to get a hold of St. Louis Live. I wish they would. But with that being said, I almost am certain how the results will turn out. But that will be our morning melee question of the day: Who was more athletic, Travis Blackfish Terrell? Or one Michael Timothy Gaines. And uh, I'm going to put up the fair foul submission. So get those in. Two tickets to the Funny Bone this weekend. and uh, To we'll see Ben Bailey. So please send in your hottest submissions. And to Chris's point, you posted this on the Friends of Wall page yesterday. You guys have been sending in fire. So I expect nothing less going forward. Well done to the listening audience. I'm, in, I'm happy our audience has gotten smarter over the many months. Yeah. Well, when you start... As low as they did. Yeah, it's, they did anyway. really. Like, hey, speaking of low, Pat Emig on the line. Oh, hello, Patrick Emig. What up? Pat Emig of Emig Communications. Emig Communications. Hey, uh, hey, uh, hey guys. Uh, what's going on? <laughs> what are you doing up so damn early? You know it's not even 9 o'clock, right? <clears throat> yeah, I actually had a 7 o'clock with my trainer this morning. Woo! So. Baller! Ooh, 7 o'clock, Watch. not uh, he had to hit the gym. Mm, he had a 7 o'clock trainer. Right? Okay, I'll see you, player. <laughs> well, what's what are you her guys name? doing today? What's her name? Uh, we had Ben Bailey in. He didn't pick up Travis in his cash cab. <laughs> That's unfortunate. <laughs> I would have loved to have seen Travis Travis do a surprise red light challenge. Just <laughs> <laughs> randomly. We kind of blew it. We, we did. Really did. <laughs> How's it going so far, guys, my friend? I got I got one more idea. You could have had him, and then you could have had the two 
bends from the post dispatch, and you could have had three bends in one car. Oh, they, oh, they totally blew oh, it. They, blew they really it. did. Well played. Look, that's yeah. why you can get this at Emmett Communications. You won't find this anywhere else, my friend. By the way, Pat, Ingenuity. Be, I'm say, Chris, get the invoice ready. Oh, it's already sent. All right, excellent. Yeah. Very good. Emmett Communications. Check it out. That's another $200. Vroom, vroom. That's a, yeah, we threw that on the top. That's another 50 bones. Well done. <laughs> hey, Pat, big weekend for the... Uh, Cardinals per word, yeah. In case people are <laughs> tracking, them. we've kind of we've we've gone a little bit hyperbole in regards to how important this weekend series is. But to an extent, what are your what is I guess your what is your stance on the gravity of this weekend going forward for the rest of the season? Uh, I don't know. I don't think it's as important. I mean, it's a, it's no less important than any other game on the schedule. The way it counts, sure. as far as like the whole competition and race between the two. Why would you bring race into it, Pat? It's a little early for that. Calm down with your liberal sensibilities. Sorry. (laughs) Just trying to play to the demographics. Um, (laughs) No. uh, I I don't think that it's – I really don't see it as big of a series because I feel like even if the Cardinals sweep the Cubs, to me that doesn't mean the Cubs are dead by any means. I will say that it's it's kind of funny that – I kind of feel like Joe Madden right now is kind of working against his own players. Interesting. Um, and and all I mean by that is his antics and all that stuff are cute and, and great and funny and, and genius, according to some, when they're winning. Sure. But then, you know, sometimes that stuff grates on guys when you're not playing so well. If they're not playing well, they're pitching. Their starting pitching is really bad, it actually, is. right now. It and is. that's that is a legitimate concern. Um and I still think, again, the Cubs will be there at the end. I think they end up winning the division or at least a wild card. Uh, and I'm pleasantly surprised that the Cardinals are where they are right now because when they were 3-9, and nine, they looked awful. They looked real, yeah, they, really bad. Yeah, and it wasn't just like, you know, you can early in the season you can have a bad record and have it look worse than it really is. That was actually worse than 3-9, and nine, what they, <laughs> they were doing. Were, they Seriously. Were. They, I mean, no, you're right. It was horrible base running, horrible defense. Uh, at, at one point, I really did sit by the notion that Colton Wong was like crippling the team, but, yeah. but he's, he's turned it around a bit. And then I think, you know, just getting Sam and uh, Sierra in there, it kind of wakes up the whole team, like both from an on field play because they're both playing well, but then also. They stay woke. You know, yeah, exactly. There's this 21 year old who's got some spunk, and you got the 28 or 29 year old veteran who's not ready to ever give up his uh, pro seat again because he's I, I believe he's out of options uh so i don't think they can send him back i could be wrong on that i don't do this for a living anymore so <laughs> uh but but I, here's a question for you guys to kick around if you haven't done so already uh-huh. and i would really appreciate Gaines' input on this since he's actually the the guy who follows sports the most i think out of the three of you <laughs> but, uh, if there's a cardinal game on wherever i'm eating dinner i'll catch it <laughs> sure absolutely that's where i'm at right now too oh, um, look at that yes but uh i i do wonder if maybe you consider trading grichik or fam while while fam's hot Ooh. and i always say that because he's got the injury history and at some point, Piscotty comes back. Uh, by the way, I saw him at Chipotle uh, two days ago. He looked healthy. He's recovering. Hard hitting on the report. Calm down, yeah. Mike Lee. Yeah. How, how was the walk? What was he favoring? Was he favoring his leg? No, his legs. He had some of those uh, like tight, like Under Armour, like leggings on, or nice. Lululemon maybe nice. style. So that means he so got the, he got the guac. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking he uh, he had a big bag of food, though. Damn, I yeah. see you, Piscotti. I see you, Playboy. Got that big baller if cash now. If there's if there's one thing that we know about Piscotti, it's that he loves that Chipotle, <laughs> that Mexican food, that cuisine. That no, authentic uh, Mexican food, you're right. But, but at some point, he's coming back, and you have to think that he's, like, off limits. If you're like, you got to look at it the way he might, and he's got him for six years. We lose Pat? Thank God. I mean, dang it. So, oh, here he is. Hey, 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 we lost you, Pat. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Uh, so anyway, yeah, I just would be interested to hear what you guys kicked that around. I feel like you don't want to miss the boat on Fam while he's doing well, but you also don't want to get rid of a player who's doing well if you think it's going to continue. So if, if there was, I don't know. If there was a decent return, I, I just wouldn't know what you would get for those two. At what, least maybe, what do you want for him? I, I, would, I would want, I, if I could get... I mean, Lickie, I think you need more starting pitching. That's what I was honestly. going to say. I was going to, if you can get somebody, because I just don't. Wayne Wright's a big question mark at this point. I'm not saying yeah. he's going to be shut down, but knowing that I he's having Wright, difficulties getting through five innings of work right now with that high ERA and what we saw last year, it, I don't see it getting any better. So if you can get a quality starter, maybe, well, but I don't know if that's out there right well, now. Well, you would think that Grichik would be a guy that you could have in a package of some lower prospects sure. of pitching that the yeah. Cardinals do have at the deadline because he's a guy who can impact the club, and maybe you could see a club giving him one of those Piscotti deals that the Cardinals just handed out to him, and he, he, there's a lot of value there with a guy like that. Sure. I thought the Cardinals kind of missed the boat on the Grichik trade a couple years ago, but if he continues to kind of keep that OPS a little high, then I could see him being a, a decent it, guy to put in a package and not only in the middle that, of the season. And while that's a great idea, Pat, I actually see where you're going with that. I just don't think that fits the... The M.O. of Mo. I don't think that's his thing at this okay. moment. Don't well, do Alex, that. I, ever, well, ever. And, and, and while it does, again, it would <laughs> it probably does make sense to maybe make a move. Knowing what Mo has done in the past, that just does not fit the bill as far as the way he. That's not his makeup. So I just I think he likes to. He would rather ride out with the guys that he has. As to, oh, I agree. But I'm with you but on I, that. I think right now you do have a hot fam. You have Grichik where he is right now. The way that he's hitting. I would say, hey, if you're going to make a move, now would be the best time. I just know that's not in the Cardinals' DNA to do that. But I think if they were, I would hope in return they at least get a starter out of it. That would make the most sense for me. And I think Wainwright, even – I thought this before the season, and I think it even more now. I think next year he's he's in the bullpen. And I don't think there's anything anything wrong with that. If he can figure out a way to to be like a legit one inning shutdown type pitcher, yeah, I, I don't, he's capable. Just like you know, John Smoltz did it, and mm-hmm. Wainwright, of course, started doing that uh, in no six. Sure. So it's it's not an issue of experience, and he's a veteran at this point. But I think that's I think that would be a smart play, though, if you can trade one of your outfielders for a good starting pitcher, and then you know you have Wainwright. For basically your new Tyler Lyons, it's just he's a twenty million dollar a year Tyler Lyons. <laughs> <laughs> so they got that going for him. Uh, but yeah, that's I don't know. I, it, it's a lot more encouraging talking about the Cardinals right now because they were boring to watch. Ooh, I said the same thing, man. They were just not a. It doesn't. Not only were playing just bad baseball, but even when they were halfway decent early in the season, and it wasn't much of that, they were extremely boring to watch. It just and, wasn't a and, fun and that, team. The National League's really bad. Ooh, it's not good. Very bad. Not good this year. I mean, the Giants are almost de- dead already, and 
I, I don't trust the Reds, of course. No. It's basically, if, if the Cardinals don't make playoffs as at least a second wild card this year, then there's something wrong. Yeah, agreed. Uh, I agree. Which, which a month ago would have sounded probably crazy, or two weeks ago even, maybe. But that whole, that whole, that's part of why they're winning. I mean, they swept Atlanta. Atlanta is, is a bona fide triple-A team with Freddie Freeman. <laughs> like it's, just, just cut Ryan Howard as well. Pat, appreciate the call, man. we got to take a, a break here at St. Louis Live. Thanks for checking in, buddy. Thanks a lot, Pat. Good to hear from you, buddy. Yeah, we'll, we'll catch up soon. You're the best. Pat Emick. Bye. Checking in here on St. Louis Live. Chris Denman. Travis Terrell. Michael Gaines. We got the Rhino's Nest in full time today. Uh, not a, oh, a Rhino's Nest. Giamatti on the board. We had Ben Bailey first hour. Pat Emick just joined us. That was a blast. You can get everything on the We Are Live podcast feed, which also includes our uncensored podcast. Fair foul. Will Gaines get hammered at his girlfriend's doctoral celebration this weekend in Kansas City. Winner gets two tickets to Funny Bone to go see Ben Bailey this weekend. Get him into St. Louis Live Radio at gmail.com. Quick break. We'll be right back. Myself in deep.